0: In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, amen. God is with us. Wake up. God is with us. So important that when we come into a church, that's what we feel. That's what we know. God is with us. It's no uh, happenstance, by happenstance, that we come into a church that's adorned this way. You, when you read what God gave to Israel and then you look at what we have been given, it's, it's a carbon copy. What Israel was given was a type of what we were to receive as Christian people. When you look at the, God, the epistle text from Hebrews We see that there was an outer tent that was built. We see there was a lampstand and table, a bread of the presence. There was that which is called the holy place. And there was a curtain in the tent between which stood the holy place and the holy of holies. A golden altar of incense, the ark of the covenant, the manna, Aaron's rod that budded, the tablets of the law, the cherubim overshadowing the Ark of the Covenant and all the ritual duties and most importantly the blood offering the priest gave so he could enter the holy place, the holy of holies. So today, what do we see? I want you to be excited about this when you come in. You come in to the outer tent. you're in the outer tent and you come into this tent and in the tent is the lampstand where it is the light of Christ the light of Christ, the light of Christ. you know it's no it's, it's just not by any kind of uh, Just because it's beautiful, we light candles. We light candles because in that lighting, we are manifesting the very presence of the light of Christ. The light of Christ is with us, God is with us. When we light the candle, that's what it manifests, it brings that reality to bear to us. We see the table of the presence, the blessed bread comes out to us. And in that we see, we receive the blessing of the joy and the grace of God for all to partake of. And then we have the altar of incense. Right here. Just like Moses was given, we have the altar of incense, which is the presence of the Holy Spirit and the prayers of the saints. See, oh, that's a very pretty censor, Father Nicholas. I like the bells. No. It is the presence of the Holy Spirit and the prayers of the saints. That's what we do. That's what this is. Very important to us to understand the things that we have. This is kind of a show and tell, by the way, if you can't tell by now. And then we have the Ark of the Covenant. This is very, very awesome. The Ark of the Covenant. The Holy Altar. What was in the Ark of the Covenant? The tablets of the law. You see what's here? The tablets of the law. On the Ark on the Ark of the Covenant. The Word of God. The Word of God. Beautiful, see? We are are, are a picture of that which was given to Moses. You know, that's 2,000 years from Christ and 1,500 years back to Moses. That's 3,500 years of God's presence with his people. You're not excited. Come on! This is awesome. Moses, they were so excited when the Ark of the Covenant was made and they put the tablets of law in it. You see this every day. You kiss it. They couldn't get at it. They couldn't get at it. It was closed, even to the priests. You get to kiss it. You get to kiss the the, the holy tablets of the law. That's not all. What else was in the Ark of the Covenant? Aaron's rod that budded. Guess what you have? Aaron's rod that budded, the budded cross. It's not stuck in in an ark. It's for you to cross yourself, for you to kiss, for you to venerate. Aaron's rod that budded. Are you getting a little excited now? Moses was, they were thrilled with this. And we have this to touch and to feel all the time. And what else was in the Ark of the Covenant? What was in it? Manna. You know what's in this? Manna. The body and blood of Christ. That's why when you cross in front of the altar, you cross yourself. That's why you see the acolytes going across behind there. They cross and they venerate the manna. The body and blood of Christ. Powerful. You're getting a little more excited, I hope. And then the cherubim around it. You see the cherubim here at all? You may not know this, but when we travel with the gifts, the cherubim and the seraphim. If you look very closely at the imprints in here, there's an angel's face with six wings. The cherubim. You know, many times in some services, you may even see that the the acolytes will stand over the gifts like this while they're being uh, consecrated. The cherubim, present with us. You should be really excited about that. And then finally, for us, the blood offering. You know, the priest couldn't go in until an offering was made of a calf or a bull. Um, We have that offering from our Lord every time so we can enter that holy place and the holy of holies all the time. For his blood was spilled for us, his body was broken for us. So... It's critical for us to understand, to see the great connection not only that we have with Israel, because that's what God gave to them, and that's what we took, that's what the church took from there. So it should be no surprise to us that we have all these types. But I want to conclude with this today. For today, we don't just celebrate the earthly sanctuary. We celebrate the living temple the mother of God. So she entered the outer tent when she was three years old and Zacharias took her right up into the holy place, into the holy of holies, which the church say he was out of his mind. And he, they meant that in a good way. Because <laughs> only the priests went there and only once a year. And she traveled into that place, and then from three years old and on, she lived in the temple, and then was betrothed to Joseph. So we see this uh, holy place, this this, this place, the nave, where we come to honor God. And we see her kind of as that vessel which brought him to us. And we call her the lampstand. Why would we call her the lampstand? Because she bears the light. We call her the table of the presence because what sits on her? The bread of life, Christ our God. We call her the altar of incense. Because what burns in her? The presence, the life of God. We call her the container of the manna. The Ark of the Covenant. Because what does she contain? She contains the bread of life. She contains the word of God. And she contains the holy cross that budded. Christ on that cross. And we see her and pray to her and sing to her that she's more honorable than the cherubim. More glorious beyond compare than the seraphim. So today we have a triple witness to the presence of God, the fact that God is with us. The words of Moses... Given to the Israelites, we have our, the manifestation of Christ with us, and we have the living temple with us. So I want to conclude with this beautiful prayer to her, which I love. And uh, so let's stand and finish with this. I sing of thy grace, O Sovereign Lady, and I pray thee to grace my mind. Teach me to step aright in the way of Christ's commandments, and strengthen me to keep awake in song, and drive away the sleep of despondency. O Bride of God, by thy prayers release me, bound with the bonds of sin. Guard me my night and by day, and deliver me from the foes that defeat me. O bearer of the God, the life giver, enliven me who am deadened by passions. O bearer of the unwaning light, enlighten my blinded soul. O marvelous palace of the master, make me a house of the divine spirit. O bearer of the healer, heal the perennial passions of my soul. Guide me a path of repentance, for I am tossed in the storm of life. Vouchsafe me to find the joys of heaven with all the saints, O most holy Virgin. Hark under the voice of thine unprofitable sermon. Grant me torrents of tears, O most pure one, to cleanse my soul from impurity. Offer the groans of my heart to thee unceasingly. Strive for me, O sovereign Lady. Accept my service of supplication and offer it to the compassionate God. O Thou who are above the angels, raise me above this world's confusion. O light-bearing heavenly tabernacle, direct the grace of the Spirit in me. I raise my hands and lips in thy praise, defied by, as they are by impurity, o, o Immaculate One. Deliver me from soul-corrupting evils, and fervently intercede with Christ, to whom is due honor and worship, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen.